From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, November 2nd. I'm Sarah Reif. Since the county entered the red tier last Tuesday, a few restrictions have been loosened. Restaurants, gyms, and places of worship may resume indoor operations with limitations on capacity. Retail stores may operate at half capacity, and residents at skilled nursing facilities may have limited indoor visitation. And if the county stays in the red tier for 14 consecutive days, schools could reopen for in-person instruction. But the red tier is just a little bit less bad than the purple tier. There's still widespread community transmission. The school district in Fort Bragg and Ukiah have posted letters informing parents that even if the schools do reopen, parents will still have the option of continuing all-distance learning. Ukiah Unified Superintendent Deb Cuban sent a letter Friday asking parents to respond by today to a survey indicating their preference for hybrid or distance learning and assuring them that the district has all the supplies it needs for safe in-person instruction. On September 30th, the Fort Bragg School District posted a letter telling parents likewise that students would not be required to return to in-person learning, even if that becomes an option. However, busing would be limited to north of Pudding Creek Bridge or south of Noyo Bridge in order to maintain adequate distance between passengers. At a briefing on Friday, Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Corn addressed recent concerns about a possible gap in surveillance testing for asymptomatic people, caused by the announcement from UCSF that it was canceling its contract with the county. For most of the pandemic, the clinics in Fort Bragg, Anderson Valley, Long Valley, and the South Coast have been able to provide free surveillance testing to people who can't get into the OptumServe site in Ukiah. The tests were processed at a lab in UCSF through an arrangement that was supposed to last through the end of the calendar year. But two weeks ago, the university canceled that arrangement without much of an explanation. I want to reemphasize that testing is very important. Um, It is one of the main reasons why we were able to achieve a red tier status. There has also been a lot of concerns recently because the UCSF, which was providing some of our uh, testing, uh, decided that they were or announced that they were going to end that on October 31st. Uh, But we were able to petition them and uh, they have agreed to a short extension Um, And uh, it won't be all of the numbers of tests that we have had, uh, but we are hopeful that it will successfully bridge to our new testing possibilities or uh, contracts that we have coming up. So we have had OptumServe at the uh, fairgrounds here in Ukiah, and we we have applied for another OptumServe contract, um, which we hope will be approved and will just extend the current OptumServe uh, service that we have, but we've applied for another OptumServe lane, which we hope will be approved and will be a traveling program that will go from site to site around the county. There's no timeline on that yet, but Corin reported that the county had succeeded in getting a two-week extension from UCSF. That service will expire on November 15th instead of abruptly on Halloween, as the original announcement had indicated. There is some expanded opportunity for people who do have symptoms to get tested at the clinics. Also, we have received a new rapid test called Vinex Now, and uh, um, uh, that is not the uh, PCR testing that takes a long time. In fact, the results are available in 15 minutes, and in the future, it uh, it, uh, is hoped that it will be uh, uh, very inexpensive, $5 per test. But at this point, it's free in our, in our clinics. 
Um, it's for use with pe for people who have symptoms uh, less than seven days. Um, and we're hoping that everyone who has even mild symptoms will call their provider and get this test. That will help us to rapidly identify any people who really are positive with COVID and mitigate and prevent outbreaks. And much as malingering has been frowned upon for as long as anyone can remember, Corin tried to encourage some frowning on showing up at work sick to power through a potentially deadly and contagious case of the sniffles. We wanna, I, I'd like to just um, talk a little bit about presenteeism, a new word, uh, the opposite of absenteeism. So presenteeism is the dedication of people who want to go to work. They're a little bit sick, but they say, oh, I can make it through today and I'm going to go to work. This is at this point with COVID, not what we want. Get tested, be cautious and protect your, your coworkers and your community. So presenteeism is not so good. <laughs> there are no restrictions on travel and Corin offered some tips as the year draws to a close and people plan to celebrate the holidays with faraway family. Um, and if you are gathering, it should be outdoors with masks and social distancing. And really the only gathering that we like to see happen is among household unit members, which is in our county less than 12 or 12 people or less. When you come back in the next uh, few days, you know, give it three to five days, you get uh, tested. That should give a good viral count to be able to say whether you're positive or negative. So if you're symptomatic, do it right away, because then we would use that uh, finance now testing. But if no symptoms, uh, you may need to give it a little bit longer time for the viral count to get up. The other thing is if you're living, you know, if you go away and you're, you're in a gathering and you're coming back and uh, you're with parents or grandparents or people who are more susceptible, you know, even indoors wearing masks and keeping social distances for a while uh, would be a safe practice. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reith. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.